Hello, my name is Sarah and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can help guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi there. Thank you for being here today, taking a few minutes to share some thoughts and ideas with me. I've got another listener request episode. I'm just loving these, by the way, so keep sending me your ideas. I really do want to know what you want to know. Today, we're talking about grounding, generally something we think of as a root chakra aspect. And the question about grounding was essentially, what does that even mean? Which is a great question. We tend to sort of just throw the term around and not always understand what it means. Like, if you want to heal your root chakra, get grounded. But no explanation of what that means or what it might feel like or how to do it beyond a few ideas that maybe you've heard before. I want to talk through these questions today and then give you some practical ideas, hopefully at at least one that you haven't tried. So what do we mean when we say grounding? I think there are two broad categories of feeling grounded that are connected, but they're different enough that I want to talk about each one separately. The first one is being connected with the actual ground, the earth, nature, the physical world that you can see and touch and hear around you. Your full existence on the physical plane, your body living in the world, in society. Now, regardless of your opinion about those things, You are connected and engaged with the physical aspects of existence. And that's something that a lot of us are actually trying to avoid for a huge number of really valid reasons. I mean, some of us don't want to feel connected to our bodies. Maybe our our bodies haven't always been a safe place to be. Maybe your body hasn't been respected by you or others in the way that it deserves and it needs. And so disconnecting from it felt safer. We can also be so excited by the prospect of tapping into other planes of existence that we ignore the physical one. We get so into our thought experiments or our emotions or even the process of connecting with spirit or our highest self, which is great, but we forget that the body we live in right now is just as important to tend to and notice, especially if you feel like you're having signs of of being ungrounded, which let, let's talk about those signs too, because I know some of us are wandering around wondering if we're grounded or not. I mean, probably if you're wondering, you maybe could be a little more grounded because grounded people don't worry about it too much. Unless you've always been grounded, then it seems normal and you think everybody feels that way. Anyway, some feelings that indicate you you might not be the most grounded. Feeling lost or like you're wandering all the time. Not enjoying the things that you used to. A general sense of unease, being easily distracted, distracting yourself on purpose so you don't have to think about certain things. If you notice any of these signs in yourself, especially if you don't usually and they've started to show up, grounding activities may be in order. On the other hand, some of these are also signs of depression and anxiety, so you could consider seeing a doctor or a therapist. That doesn't mean you can't also work on grounding, just that you you may need more acute care. Grounding work is, is more like 
long-term self-care that, that goes along and supports other things. So back to what grounding is. The second type of grounding is similar to being connected with your environment, but it's being connected to the present moment. Now, that's another thing that people say a lot, you know, be present, be mindful without a ton of explanation. When you're in the present moment, that doesn't mean you're completely unaware of the past or future or that you, you can't make plans. It, it simply means that you are aware of reality as it is in this moment. And the knowledge that you cannot change it and letting go of the idea that it should be something different. That isn't to say we aren't aware that things could be different, just that we know what is right now, what is right now. If you want things to be different, wishing they were different in this moment is futile. It creates suffering, longing, yearning, but it it does not create change. If you want things to be different in a future moment, focus on this moment, the planning, the doing, the process of growth, which you could be doing right this moment if you weren't so busy wishing it was already different. And that's, that's kind of the crossover, right, between the two categories of grounding. Because when we find ourselves wishing for something else, we're not physically, mentally, emotionally, or, or spiritually present. And that's what we have to be if we want to feel grounded. If we don't want to feel the opposite of all those ungrounded symptoms, right? We, we feel firm in our purpose, right? That would be grounded, whatever, whatever your purpose is. Like we trust ourselves and our path, even if we don't know the whole thing. We find pleasure in life, in what we do with our time. A general sense of ease that things will work out. Those are the sensations we have when we're grounded. Most of us go in and out of those grounded feelings throughout our lives. That's normal. If you have a big life change or suffer a loss, it it shifts the ground underneath you, metaphorically speaking, and, and we have to find our footing, our grounding again. We can also shift internally. Maybe you realize a, a job you've been doing for a while isn't a fit anymore, but you don't know how to change. Or a relationship is over, but you don't know how to leave it. The internal shift means that we're not stable anymore and we, we need to make changes in some capacity. We need to reground ourselves in the new reality, which brings us back to acknowledging reality for what it really is instead of distracting ourselves from it or spending all our time imagining that it's different. Grounding is a really intuitive skill that we all have, but it definitely gets lost sometimes, usually when we're pretending to ourselves that we don't need it. If you find yourself in need of grounding, though, what can you do? There are lots of techniques. I've shared several on this show before. You can do a grounding meditation. You can practice letting go of things that no longer serve you. I did a whole episode about rituals for letting go. It was number 138, if you're interested. I have a few other ideas today that I haven't mentioned on the show before, but that you might find really helpful. Some grounding techniques are useful in a particular moment to help right that minute. If you're feeling really anxious or lost, you do them and and you'll feel more grounded pretty much right away. Others are longer term and need to be done regularly to be effective. But I want you to have a lot of tools 
so that you have what you need when you need it. The first is called the 54321 grounding technique. It's a staple of methods for reducing anxiety, but a lot of people haven't heard of it. It's a, a great way to get you in touch with your body, with your senses, and the moment that you're in. And it's relatively simple to use. First, notice and name five things you can see. Really notice them and then name them. Give yourself the chance to note the color, the shape, how each one is part of its environment. Just five. Just five. No need to do more. Then, four things you can touch. Again, texture, temperature. Get some details through your sense of touch. Three things you can hear. Not just the loudest things you can hear necessarily. Consider listening beyond just the things that seem to demand attention. Two things you can smell. This one can be tough because we get very accustomed to the smell of our environments very quickly. So sometimes nothing stands out, but it could be the smell of your clothes, the faint scent of your laundry detergent, cooking smells. You can even carry a small bottle of your favorite essential oil or maybe a, a tube of lotion that has a scent you like. Just pull them out if smells in the environment are too subtle. And last, one thing you can taste. Take a drink. Even water has its own taste or try gum or a little hard candy. If all else fails, you can be aware of the taste inside your mouth. We use this in yoga nidra a lot and it sounds weird, but it really does focus you. So that's one grounding technique that you might not be using. Five, four, three, two, one. A grounding method I love is the body scan. I start a lot of my yoga classes with a simple one to help bring my students to the room, bring them to the moment, to the mat, to themselves. It's just like it sounds. Bring your attention to a small section of your body and just notice what's going on there. You don't have to change it. You're just being aware of it. I like to move either from head to toe or, or foot to head. You can go upside up one side of your body and then down the other. Just move your attention slowly and deliberately. If you find tension and you want to relax it, go ahead. You can breathe into that tense body part. Notice if it feels hot or cold. Is it touching something like, like your clothes or the floor? It, it's not an exercise in making the moment different. It's noticing what is actually happening in that exact second in a specific place on your body. If you were to do two body scans in a row, what you notice could be entirely different. And one final thing about the body scan. Attempt to not have a strong opinion about what's happening. That's almost impossible, especially if you're new to body scans, but... If you find that you start to have some thoughts about what's happening, see if you can catch yourself and approach the thought or the, the situation or your opinion with curiosity. Like, oh, interesting. My feet are hot. Instead of running away with it, you know, my feet are so hot. Oh, I hate these socks. I'm going to take them off. Oh, wait, did Sarah say I'm not supposed to change anything? But my feet are so hot and I have to do something. Just be interested. And then just... Take your socks off if you want. I'm not here to tell you what to do. The last technique I'm going to suggest is called box breathing. It's very grounding for much the same reasons as the other two. 
you feel and notice your physical body and you focus your attention on a very specific thing. In this case, your breath and its counts. It's also very good for easing the symptoms of anxiety or panic attacks. It's pretty simple. And honestly, you might just do it a few times every day, even if you're not feeling ungrounded. It's one of those techniques that has great long-term health and wellness benefits, as well as a short-term effect. You breathe in for a count of four. Hold your breath for a count of four. Exhale for a count of four. Then hold your breath out for a count of four. Even breath, four even counts, a box. It doesn't matter, especially not at first, what the pace of your count is. Let your breath be as gentle as possible. Don't try to push in or push out. No need to force the breath. We're not trying to fill up or empty the lungs or make anything happen. This is also a really great technique for getting through physical pain as well, I can tell you from personal experience. There are many other ideas for grounding and techniques, but these are three specific ones that you can try right now to practice your skill at getting grounded. When you practice the skill, you're less likely to need it, but if you do need it, it's there and ready. You won't have to wonder or think about it too hard, which can be tough when you're feeling lost or disconnected. It's important that we have these tools sort of at the ready. All right. If you enjoyed these and you're interested in others, let me know. I can put some up on Instagram or the Patreon page or do another episode like a a root chakra tips and tricks episode or something. If you're not already with me on social media and you want to be, find me at Your Chakra Coach. I will, of course, put links to that Facebook, Instagram in the show notes to make it easy. And keep keep sending those messages if there's something that you need to know more about. Or if you just want to say hi, you don't have to have an episode idea to reach out. Have an awesome day, y'all. Stay grounded, and we'll talk next week. Bye.